0: Hello, Rye. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today, we're going to talk about prepping with children. Um, There's definitely some things you got to consider when, uh, when you have a family. There's a lot of things you got to consider before you start making a family. Right. But after you're already there, then, uh, you know, there's certain things that you need to do. You got to think about everybody's emotional well-being. Mm-hmm. You got to think, you know, they have special needs. You can't just, you know, they're not the self-sufficient machine that you might be. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot to it, I guess.
1: Yeah, my uh, my wife was just telling me that we should put a disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast just, Always, to, say, sir. just to say that generally speaking, having babies is just a bad idea.
0: Yeah, well actually, now this is exciting news I have for you. The New York Times, and I heard this on the radio. So, I don't know. But New York Times had either an op-ed piece or, you know, whatever, but it turns out that you're actually hurting the planet every time you make a baby. Mm. And really, the ultimate goal, at least according to this article, is that really we should Get rid of the humans so the
1: planet could go back to its natural state. Yeah, I mean, that sounds that sounds. Now, fantastic. you
0: would think the natural state would include humans because we were here, or whatever led to humans evolving, however no. you want to
1: take—no. No. I think white-tailed deer would be a lot better off. A well, lot better off? I mean— Polar bears and stuff. I was icebergs. saying that babies is a bad idea because you can't have a hangover and a baby at the same time. No. They all work together.
0: They they look cute, but they're <laughs> nice
1: to just go see at
0: somebody else's my house. My
1: friend dropped off their uh two year old at that my house horrible. yesterday for, for a good twenty four hours. That was now they say terrible terrifying. twos, is that not right? Yeah. Well, I mean it was terrifying. I don't know, <laughs> terrible. Terrifying definitely. They just don't sleep. And they just want. <laughs> please
0: me, please me, you know? Yep. All right, sorry, we're a little off yeah. task.
1: <laughs> Getting off track. But, I mean, the, the the point should be made that you should not be having babies because they're All terrible.
0: Right? And they're horrible for, you know, they always told us in the Navy, if the Navy wanted you to have kids, they would have come in your sea bag. Mm-hmm. And there you go. Right, there you go.
1: All right, so... I mean, a lot of things come up when it comes to prepping with uh, with babies. Small. And kids, you know, and children, and kids. whatever. I, I just wanted to start off like at the very beginning, age group-wise, um, if you the think Reynard. that you may be planning on becoming pregnant, then it would be safe to have a basic midwife type of kit at your house. Just safety-wise, in case you can't get to the hospital, in case somebody... Did, does know how to deliver babies is, is available, at least you'll have materials set up for them.
0: I saw what, Return to Blue Lagoon or
1: something. They just come out. You just lean against a tree? Listen, that's not how it works. I mean, I would not never have a... I know like I know, survival and hippie is like, it's a thin line, you know? And I know a lot of hippies that that opted for the all-natural child home birth. But, you know, I would never... I would never do that. Okay. But you should be prepared in case you don't have a choice. All right. So
0: I think the guy just said, look, lean against this tree. <laughs> I'll be back in like two hours.
1: Uh, we'll see how that works how out. <laughs> All right. So um, you want a, a set of sterile 4x4 gauze, sterile latex gloves, medium size. You need probably a good six pair. You know, not like a box of gloves, but sterile sterile gloves. Uh, lubricating jelly. Bulb syringe. Clean sheets? Two, Yes, definitely. Don't they always say, like, boil some sheets or something? Yeah, boil some water. Yeah, I don't know about that. They're boiling water for the baby? I don't know what. Two plastic cord clamps. Sanitary pads. Two infant hats. And the last one is a flexible straw. I don't really... No, I saw that in a couple lists, so I'm going to add it on there. I don't know what you're going to use that for. Oh, I
0: think it's when they don't start breathing right away.
1: Oh, uh, okay. All right, so...
0: Again, that's why you get the midwife training, not me. Yeah. Because I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm just shooting from the hip <laughs> on that one. All right, so, all right, Now, now kids require a lot of diapers once they pop out. Yes. And I might say, really, we could beat this whole thing... If you started your preps with birth control. Yeah. That really should have been where we started. Uh That would have been the beginning right there. Mm -hmm. You know, condoms, some pills, whatever. It's too late now. It's too late. The
1: end of the world has come and we got a baby.
0: All right. Now, so they all require diapers, it turns out. Right. They're like crapping machines. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of the prepper books... Um, all right. Maybe two of the prepper books that I've read mentioned people going around with like shopping carts with their kid in the end of the world, you know, homeless people traveling in caravans uh, and the whole shopping cart is diaper, diapers. Right, diapers like <laughs> blowing out. <laughs> and, you know, you're like, oh, that's not good. So we may want to think about some kind of cloth washable diapers. Um, I would think at least a dozen. I don't know. You got a baby, you know how, how often you're gonna want to be running out and right, washing these. Right. And, you want boy, a minimum if
1: if you don't have a baby, you want a minimum of three cloth diapers in your house. If oh. you do have a baby, that's a whole different.
0: I mean, I gotta feel like level. all right. I, I have no idea how much you're changing a baby. Is it twelve times a
1: day, eight times a day? I, yeah, it's six? gotta be. It's gotta be somewhere around six, right?
0: It's more than I go to the bathroom. I know that. (laughs) But uh, so, all right. So you figure six times a day minimum. I have no idea. You guys know.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: My thought, I'm going to want to go a minimum of three days. So if you're changing your kid six times a day, then you need at least 18. That's my thought. Mm -hmm. Because I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to have to rinse these out and probably boil them or something. Right. You know, and it would be good to and let have them dry. detergent
1: specifically designated to I only want to do
0: that once every couple of days. I don't want to be doing like, oh, I gotta do it, you know, build a big fire, pot mm-hmm. boiling just to, you know. Right. So figure probably a week, but I'm thinking at least three days minimum in my mind a cloth mm-hmm. diapers. Right. You know, your safety pins, whatever things happen with that, I don't know. All right. I did do the baby thing. It's just that it was twenty years ago.
1: Yeah, mine's I'm I'm at fifteen now.
0: So yeah, you know it's it's been a while.
1: Yep. All right. So um, now we talked about diapers. Uh, one thing I want to touch on real quick, just because it's important, is keeping the baby fed. Obviously, breastfeeding is the best situation. Uh, breastfeeding from a healthy mom is, but mom's got to have a healthy diet, right? And this ideal. is where
0: we. Right, fall short in the end of the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Or, you know, mommy isn't around. You know, that's also a possibility. So, you know, formula is great to have. Even if you are breastfeeding and you plan on continuing breastfeeding, it doesn't hurt to put it on the shelf. And that formula, powdered formula, has a, a great shelf life. You can open it up and it should still last for another month once it's open. Okay. Okay. Um, Two years after the best buy date is okay. is still safe and if you take it out of that container and put it in an airtight container they say 10 years after the best buy date wow. it's still alright so it's, it is one of those things that you can stock up on and put on a shelf and just have you know it's not something you really have to worry about going bad especially if you're you know prepping for long term and you want to you know re take it out of the packaging and reseal it so I mean that's Definitely, uh, the, your best bet after breastfeeding. Um, now, there's a lot of ways that you can uh, you can feed your baby a lot of stuff uh, in a bad situation. Okay, you know you can get away with with. You're chewing milk. it up like the mama bird. No, you can no, you can get away with cow's milk. Uh, one person said uh, rice milk and and goat milk mix. Okay. I saw there's a lot of recipes on there to find, but um. But you might want to find them now, right? And raw milk is is better for children than pasteurized milk. Really? Yeah. So, that being said, you know, stock up on what you can stock up on, but you know, try you know, obviously this is a worst case situation. This isn't you know, this isn't uh, what you should just be doing. I've seen some. Don't don't just give your six month old. Just cow's milk Because you don't feel like You know Because you feel like it No That's only You know They did it for hundreds of years We made it But It's not really uh, The best Okay Best food for a baby Now As far as Jarred baby food goes Yes Two years Okay we got two years uh, On jarred baby food And uh, The pouches The baby food pouches that's only uh that's only one year. So, you know, if you're gonna stock up on something long term, stock up on the can the jar, baby food. All right. And you if can, you're hungry, you can you know the bananas, yep. you know, hey. There you go. Like um. the pudding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe snack some packs.
0: peas, <laughs> snack packs, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right. So all right, but there's more than just babies.
1: There are more than just babies. Um, you know, one of the things that, one of the problems that you have a lot of the time, though, with with kids that age is that they grow so fast. Changing clothes. Changing clothes. Now, if you were to try and stock up on clothes for the next three years of your child's life, you wouldn't have enough space to, to put it. You know, just like if you were going to stock up for enough uh Diapers for your baby for the next two years This is where that
0: whole prepping community Comes in, Mm -hmm. trading, barter Right But still, you wanna, you know
1: Yeah, it doesn't hurt to have an extra uh, couple of uh, Winter coats, you know Uh, Shoes are one of those things You can't, you know, it's
0: Even for adults, shoes are one of those things That people are gonna have problems with Right Because what you don't understand Is what we do in a day-to-day Is not as abusive as what you would do when you're living in a, you know, apocalypse scenario. Right. Um, you're going to be a lot harder on your shoes and going through. And that's one of those things you got to think about. Now, if you're wearing like engineer boots every day, maybe you'd be all right. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying something to think about. And kids going through shoes, it is crucial. And you don't want to have your kids crying that their feet hurt and they're,
1: you right. know. And if, you know, if if something happens in the spring... And you don't have, you know, your winter boots already set. That's going to be a difficult winter for you. Okay. You know? Um, another thing, um, you know, Goodwill is obviously great. You know, I have friends that have kids, and, you know, sometimes I'll pick up clothes from the Goodwill just to have it.' you're case. a nice
0: guy. That's I why. I am a nice guy. So.
1: But, you know, you can get away with, uh, you know, spending $15, $20 and kind of get uh, a broad range of children's clothing. Yeah. You know, it's not—they're not, not going to look stylish— but at $20, least you might look stylish. <laughs> at least they'll be clean. You'll have clothes for them to wear. All right. I like that. Another idea is just having your kids naked. Naked children. Really? That <laughs> used to be a thing. That was a thing. All right. Um, you know, but you can also go go deep. It depends on what your skill set is, you know, with uh, sewing, with knitting, sewing, uh, buying fabric, making sure you have needles and thread. Uh, buttons, things like that you know handy to have around if being if able to
0: repurpose to your clothing and mm-hmm. resize your clothing right, that's a pretty cool thing and if you don't have somebody in your kind of prepping group prepping community that can do that, maybe you should be the one to step up and kind of learn a yeah. little bit of sewing skills and you know how to alter things a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. Just a thought, putting that out there, yeah, another idea though that i've i I saw is uh, belts. You know, if you have a kid that's a little bit smaller than you, they might be able to wear your pants and cinch it up with a belt. You know, so if you have a couple of leather belts, you know, and, and get the ones that are one continuous piece of leather. Not if you see stitching along the edge of the belt, that's not the uh no. that's not, not a no long go. lasting.
0: All right. No, not bad.
1: So that's what I uh that's what I got as far as, as infants. Uh, infants and clothing Okay Alright so we can uh, You want know, to talk about She's Maybe two. toddlers Oh we're Kids stepping up a little bit older So three to five maybe Three to five Alright So what do you think you Got any ideas on, on little guys that age
0: Well A problem with With your three to five year olds Is They're useful For some little chores mm-hmm. But A big part of it Is you got to find a way To keep them entertained That's right And Entertainment is something, you know, if you can find a way that your kids can kind of take care of themselves, it's really going to pay off. Mm -hmm. And you need to do it. Now, there are chores that a three to five year old can do. Mm -hmm. Um, They can be gathering firewood. They can. You know, again, it. You know, I don't know. Are there zombies? Is it Walking Dead? <laughs> right, and there's people right. out there that
1: and you, don't want, you know you know are going to gonna snatch your, your little uh, babies three to five and year old whatever. and Wandering right. out in the woods. But you
0: know, own. there used to be a time in America where three to five kids could be out of sight a little bit and uh-huh. kind of doing their thing, and it was okay. Only recently, last uh, fifteen years or so, has it been such a big problem where you know mm-hmm. we have to watch them all the time. So I would actually try and find ways to incorporate your kids into, uh, you know, your survival. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of things, uh, cleaning it, you know, clearing brush, pulling weeds, you know, a lot of these simple chores, keep them busy.
1: Right. It's Um, not necessarily that they're going to be helping out a huge amount. Right. But but they're going to be having a purpose and
0: doing something. Um, that, or you need to plan on some toys and some things, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure a little balance of both would be, you know, a nice thing that you should be thinking about. Right. But that's that was my thoughts on that. I, uh, I don't know. I mean, you also need to really think about their kind of education, and I'm not so worried. Like, all right, the world comes to an end. I'm not worried about you teaching them how to you know reading and writing and whatever and that's good and you may have a plan for that and that's great and you may have a whole homeschool set up and or a way to do it with you know stuff you have but you need to teach them to be functional adults and mm-hmm. you really need to put in the time to make your kids you know worthwhile and if there's any tools or resources that you can kind of pull in now to kind of have that on the table for your kids that might be, you know, something to plan out now. You know, mm-hmm. at least kind of look into it. See what other people are doing as far as, you know, the the homesteader education. But don't be afraid. So many parents, I find, will just push the kids to the wayside and be like, all right, I'm going to do it. I know as a leader um, in the Navy, that was always one of my biggest things was I, I wasn't good at – I would just be like, oh, get out of my way. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And because I can do it faster and better. But you really need to incorporate the training and the teaching. Mm -hmm. And these people are going to be functional, you know, members of society. And you need to really incorporate them. And that's with, you know, the prepping world and and when things happen. But also now, now you should be teaching your kids skills and and different things and, you know, make them functional so they can survive and take them take care of themselves. You also want to start implementing um, ways that they can uh, start to uh, learn some of the skills and be familiar with what you're doing as Mm -hmm. a prepper. And this way, it's not so foreign. If something happens that goes bad, they're not going to be as traumatized if they've been camping with you. Right. If, you know, they know about, hey, you know, we cook outside on the fire sometimes. Mm -hmm. This is fun. This is something we do. Yeah.
1: And, you know, you can take kids for for hikes, you know, of varying uh right, varying difficulties. Getting my, them familiar is really my friend's uh 5-year-old daughter just uh took her pictures uh skiing her first uh, black diamond. Nice. And I'm pretty impressed, yeah. honestly. But uh I don't think I would ski a black diamond.
0: Right, exactly. No, and that's the thing. But I mean it's what you're about. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the whole thing. Like, so, all right, we're preppers. We're we're in a survival and camping and outdoors and and being able to be self reliant, take care of ourselves. You know, maybe that's fixing your own vehicles. Maybe that's you know, um, you know, doing work around the house, doing uh, electrical work or repairing you know things. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that you do, incorporating your kids and involve them. One. That bond and learning and seeing how to take care of themselves, Mm -hmm. one, it gives them confidence. When people know, you know what, I can handle it. If things go bad, I can handle and take care of myself. That confidence is going to do so much for them in life no matter what they do Mm -hmm. and where they end up because they're like, you know what, it doesn't matter if this goes bad because I got this. You know, I can handle whatever comes. Mm -hmm. And just all the wins, you know. Every time when a kid, oh, I can you know start a fire by myself. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can cook my own meal. I can catch and cook my own meal. Mm-hmm. These little wins build your kid's confidence, and these are going to be the skills that actually help them survive through really tough times. Right, um, and they're not going to be thrown and you know taken by it. So just make sure with your your youngins um the 3 to 5 you know that kind of age especially but obviously all, as they grow up all together that you're really involving them mm-hmm. and incorporating them in everything that you do so
1: yeah you know a fun way to do that is uh experimenting with foods with their kids yeah you know pick uh pick green beans from your garden and then eat green beans cold from the can you know uh practice uh foraging for for different foods you you know you find outdoors. We have a lot of raspberries that grow right around here. Uh, chestnuts, you know, collecting chestnuts and learning how to you know open them up and cook them. Um, try uh, try eating freeze dried foods, you
0: okay. know.
1: Like uh, there's a lot of the um, the uh, mountain house and a lot of those types of uh, foods that you just add hot water. Those are you know great little uh, fun thing to do one night. Yeah. Uh, another another idea is, you know, bring them fishing and hunting. Uh those types of things like uh Chuck was saying about catching your own food and being able to cook it. You know, that's a big that's a big morale boost for for the little guys.
0: And it's useful. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's it's great too if they can take care of themselves. Right. But really that confidence is going to pay off in so many aspects of their life. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. That you know, that's the way to do it.
1: Yeah. Now, you also want to might might want to do things like, uh, you know, like a, a fire drill is a great great way to kind of prepare your family with a basic plan. You know, um, after the fire, we're going to meet in this part of the yard. You know, uh, okay. You know, having a rendezvous points, having uh, communications, having ideas of how to get at, out of the house if uh, if something's going on. You know, a fire drill, basic. Fire plan can really cover a lot of different bases, so I think that's kind of something that you you want to think about. Now, another situation that you really have to teach your kids about in a, a situation where things aren't ideal is basic ideas of hygiene. You know, not touching your face, uh, washing your hands after you go to the bathroom. You're not going to have access to doctors as as easily as you do now, or you may not.
0: So you want to break them with the suck and the thumb and the
1: you want to, yeah, you, Well, I mean you want to just kind of uh, keep, keep your a, dang a, hands out of your mouth? Yeah, a level a level idea of, of basic hygiene and ways to keep yourself from getting sick um, without needing medications. you because yeah. when when food is scarce, you know disease takes off. so it's it's really best that you plan ahead and teach them ahead. Of how to avoid getting sick, rather than how to treat an illness, yeah.
0: and it really is so crucial in a uh, uh, post-electricity world, post uh, you know, post soap and and toilet paper and whatever world, you don't realize how dirty and how fast infection. It you know, to comes because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I get cut all the time and I, I don't get an infection every time. Mm-hmm. But the problem is when you're never washing your hands, when you're not taking a shower with soap and clean water every day, In hot
1: water. Yeah.
0: Then it makes a difference. You mm-hmm. know, that's when things are going to happen. And yeah, when things go bad, you know, we don't get an infection every time we get a cut. But when you're all filthy and whatever and, you know, go on a camping trip and don't shower for a couple of days. Yeah. You, see how you get, dirty get pretty you get. filthy. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it really is these hygiene things that, you know, Kevin's saying here. It really makes a difference. Mm-hmm. So to stress that kind of thing and, and really push it. But also you as a parent prepping and having enough water to be able to keep the hygiene. Mm-hmm. Having soap and, and stuff and ways to do it. This is something, you know, you need to plan for yeah. and think about.
1: And, you know, bars of soap are really one of those great prepper items. Because you can get them last. and set them on the shelf.
0: If you're a little sparing, yes. they last, and I mean, but they even last a long time as you're using yeah. them. You know, mm-hmm. um, you go through those little bottles of soap pretty quick, right? But you buy the big twenty-four or your Irish Spring or something right.
1: bar soap. Will you last buy a couple, a long time, and
0: they'll go. You know, mm-hmm. especially if you're a little more sparing with it.
1: You know, right? But and now, a fun thing to teach kids about that age, uh, you know, maybe. Five to ten years old Okay Is um, uh, Fire safety You know That involves Starting your campfire You know Learning about Tinder and kindling and, and fire starters And different things like that But also How to not Be an idiot You know yeah. How to not You know I mean that's it A boy should have and, a
0: pocket knife mm-hmm. At five to ten Right
1: yeah. A dull one But yeah you know
0: it's. You know Everyone's like Oh my god Outrage But I don't know. When we were kids, that was normal. Yeah, it was normal. You know? But whatever. Um, really, a kid should be starting to learn how to shoot a gun around 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's wrong. And maybe the right family, maybe it's even younger than 10. Yeah. And the you know, wrong you, family, maybe it's 15 or, <laughs> or 16. Or I don't know. Or a grown man. So, it you know, do it I don't himself. know. But it, it doesn't, there's no absolute. It's funny, I actually... Uh, I I had a neighbor harassing me because I I would have my kid out. It's funny. When I was little, I I guess I came from a different world. But when I was little, I used to have to walk a mile and a half or two miles to the school. Mm -hmm. And they were like, oh, if you live under two miles from the school, you have to walk. And that was normal for elementary school. Right. And you would walk by yourself. Nobody's parents walked them with you, Mm -hmm. you know, to the school. And two miles, right? That's elementary school. And my kid who was in like fifth, sixth grade, I would have him stand out and wait for the bus by himself. Like I'd, I'd go to work at, you know, at maybe, you know, 10 minutes before the bus got there and he would be outside standing there as I left mm-hmm. and, and whatever. And so my neighbor calls like, you know, whatever child protective services or something. Oh, yeah. And so the thing is they were like, yeah, we don't care. That's not a problem and they were like, "Well, what's the right age? You know, when is a child okay to be left alone?" And their answer was, "There isn't a right age." Mm-hmm. And this is my point for the, you know, what right. we're saying. Mm-hmm. There isn't a set age, and I'm sure there's a million, you know, child protective services that have way different opinions than right. the one that this lady talked to. Mm-hmm. However, the idea is, you know, can you actually the way she presented it was can your child cook for himself? Can he feed himself?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Can your child, uh, you know, go to the bathroom and get what he needs and whatever? Is he going to go outside in the wintertime without a coat? Mm-hmm. These are the things that matter. And, you know, yeah, that's that's how it comes. Right. But that's how it, it comes into play with... Uh, you know, with, are they ready for learning about firearms? Mm-hmm. You know, is your kid out of control and a psycho? Does he do the exact opposite of what you tell him all the time?
1: Mm-hmm. That
0: maybe he's not ready for firearms. Yeah.
1: And if you're, and you know, if you're not sure, a great way to start kids out is with BB guns. Well, of course. I you mean, know, that, that's Definitely. a, that's a
0: good way to start anyway. I mean, yeah. that's not, you know, ease into things. Don't, Even if
1: you're 40 years old, if you've never touched a firearm, maybe Turns start out with the BB full guns.
0: auto isn't maybe the way to start, you know? Mm -hmm. but that that's all right no
1: but that's kind of easy but also
0: get your kid comfortable Mm -hmm. get your kid following direction used to executing things you know the way they're supposed to these are big things for being a prepper it's not so much the stuff i mean they kind of need the same stuff that we do aside of maybe a little more of the entertainment factor Mm -hmm. um you do have to take into account psychology a little bit Mm -hmm. you know that it's going to be hard you know um things are changing and they're not used to it. You've seen as an adult a lot more, you know, and a lot more change and a lot more things in the world. You kind of have a better understanding, a better grasp of things as an adult, a kid, you need to ease them into it. It depends on your kid, which was my point of that little Mm -hmm. story there was, you know, it's what they're exposed to, but that's why getting them out, getting them involved, getting them doing stuff it's really going to make the difference.
1: Right. And you don't need to scare your kids. No, no. About this sort of stuff. You don't need to say you need to learn how to fish because you don't the have end of to the say- The the world is coming yeah, and we're going to have you to, You don't have yeah. to scare your children. There's no, I mean, it doesn't benefit the children long term.
0: No. But knowing how to take care of yourself because you're an adult, you know, you want right. to aspire to be an adult. Mm-hmm. That's normal. Right. You know, that that's the way I see the world. Mm-hmm. Um But, you know, to each his own, I guess.
1: Yeah, and one thing that you can teach your kid uh, early is, you know, some basic concepts of situational awareness. You know, being aware that, you know, you might want to tell your kids not to uh, take candy from strangers and that sort of thing. Okay. I mean, those are basic, basic concepts. You know, if they have beards. Don't come check out the comic book collection he has in his van. You know, that's not, not a good idea. But even some basic, more basic things like, uh, as far as being aware when there are, you know, sharp knives out with cooking, or, you know, pans pans that you you have to be careful of with the stove being hot, you know, things like that, uh, just basic concepts that it's important to teach your kid, Um, you know, might have to you might have to step up the game a little bit if you're in a situation that's uh, unusual for both you and your child.
0: Right. No. Well, I like that a lot. Um.
1: Yeah, you really just got to get outside the box and mm-hmm. kind of. So I I know we've covered most of these things. I'm just going to run through a list of of different ideas that you can uh, right. do with <clears throat> your kids. Uh, camping, great way to to learn a lot of outdoor skills. Uh, hiking, cooking. You know, cooking with mom and dad. Uh, fire starting, um, fishing, hunting. Uh, sanitation and hygiene. I think we talked about that a little bit as far as keeping your hands washed and that sort of thing. And uh, the fire drills, which we talked about. And I think it's important that you spend, I mean, the most you can spend on your kid is time. Right? So I think that, um, you know, I think it's important that you understand that you have to prep with your kids, uh, prep for your kids, but you also have to teach your kids how to prep in the sense that, um, you know, they need a constant education when it comes to these sorts of things.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it. I think it has to be an ongoing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's it. Sorry. That's
1: better. All I got with kids. That, uh, that's for it. know I
0: do have an update. Um, last week I told you guys, uh, that uh, there was some man hash movie with the whatever it was Dante's Peak with okay. Pierce Brosnan
1: oh that was the volcano movie
0: the volcano right movie. yes all right. and they it they, they was boy and a girl they're in the hot spring okay. and they were like well, I'm oh glad yeah we and that she's mystery. like it's
1: really hot and he's like that's why it's good Did you, is that why you did you watch this movie recently yesterday like no I just oh, saw it right. yeah last night
0: <laughs> I was like, well, what's this? This is a volcano movie. Right. And I'm like, that's the one. There is one with Ann Hash. Okay. There is. Some volcano movie, but...
1: It's not that one.
0: I don't think it's the same one. I think I was confused, but mm-hmm. whatever. That's not a first time that's happened.
1: It happens to all of us. I don't know. So I was excited. I saw, um, last week, uh, Elon Musk launched uh, his car into space. And that was, that was real. That was actually his car, his car, his red. And there
0: was some kind of robot
1: driver. There's a well, he put a <laughs> Starman. I think is who you're talking about. <laughs> Starman is a crash test dummy. Okay. And he's dressed in a full astronaut suit.
0: Oh, fancy!
1: Now they and they played. And he's going to orbit. Now
0: Mars is that the plan?
1: Yeah. No. In the car, orbit no. the sun.
0: He's just going to go
1: around the sun for eternity.
0: We already do that.
1: But now he's doing it in a fucking car. In a sports car.
0: Yeah, but I do it in my house. Sometimes <laughs> I'm in the car.
1: Now, Rocket Man has, uh, has a full space suit on. All right. And they played um, David Bowie's Rocket Man. Uh, Elton I'm sorry. John. S- Starman is uh, the... Elton
0: John is Rocketman? Man? No.
1: Rocket Man. Starman is... Is the thing. Is uh David Bowie.
0: And that's what they were
1: playing? Yeah. Okay. And now remember though, in the movie The Prestige, David Bowie actually played Nikola Tesla. Oh I don't know if you remember this, but it's come full circle now. It
0: has come full circle. <laughs> You're a clown. <laughs> now, I did want to point out getting a lot of new members in the uh prepping badass group. I like that. Mm-hmm. And you know what I noticed? It seems like there is a lot of girls in the prepping badass group. Women, women. Whoa! All right, my bad. <laughs> that was that was not right. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think uh, it's about ten, about ten different women in uh, the prepping badass group. There.
1: All right. So I like it. Shout out to all the prepping gir- prepping a lot women, of prepping,
0: uh, women out there. See, so you I almost fell in the same uh, trap there. <laughs> nope, not bad. Um, no, that's pretty cool. So uh, I I like it. I appreciate uh, you know that we we appeal to uh, multiple audiences here. So that's pretty cool. All
1: right, if you guys want to uh, get a hold of us on uh, that on by email, you can contact us at uh, preppingbadass at gmail dot com. Prepping
0: bad, yeah. Now I always put that in the show notes, but I think most of you guys end up clicking the email them at, on our Facebook page mm-hmm. like if you hit email it'll
1: take you there right either way a lot of people send us things through messenger or it works whatever yeah now we've got um we got an email from Adam uh, the other day okay um, actually earlier today uh, when this posted it would have been a little bit old right but um email uh, about EMPs okay now he's got a, a pretty broad ranging report that he sent me in uh, PFD that was pretty interesting. I mean it's slow reading, but it's uh it's pretty interesting. Um I know we did a, a couple of shows on EMP's what was that last year? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean I, I think that's you know, that's one of the things that um is really something to, to pay attention to. Um as far as uh, zombies showing up, I don't think that we have to worry too much about the zombies. No. But, you know, there are certain things that, that uh, I think are more likely than others. So, I mean, uh, when it comes to prepping, I think uh, you kind of got to hedge your bets a little bit on on some of these things and, and just kind of, uh, you know, aim for what you're worried about, but make sure you're worried about the appropriate things. All right.
0: Plan for everything. hmm That sounds right. All right. We're and, good. Uh, that's it. All right. That's all so I got. Stay safe, and we will uh, talk to you guys next week. legendary shows in the outdoors is on waypoint tv don't miss primo's truth about hunting wednesday nights at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv the destination for outdoor
1: entertainment a life that has the stories to back it a life to be proud of it's a winchester life yeah baby six eight western
0: i'll be older, baby right there
1: tune in every tuesday at 7 p.m eastern on waypoint tv